welcome to Light Treason News, everyone. Pop culture, politics, and a sprinkle of treason. Today, I am joined by the one, the only, Mr. Charles B. Rockhill. Bow, 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 bow. Don't ask him what the B stands for. He won't tell you. I will tell you if you guess it right. <laughs> I won't I tell you anything Enjoy else. your little mind riddles, Charles. I'm just, I'm, we're just really surprised that no one's got it so yet. I just like, my life's really hard right now. And if you would just tell me your middle name, it would satisfy an itch I've had for mm, 13 years. Yeah. What is Charles's middle name? The uh, the most common guess on Twitter is Bartholomew. Yes, and that is not it's it. It's not correct. It's Stop not guessing that, everyone. It's the one that everyone goes We've been to. Down that road, it's not accurate. Let's expand our thinking right now. Come on, hive mind. Work it, together. It's also not Batman. It's not Batman. <laughs> that was my contribution. I wish it was Batman. <laughs> uh, guys, we have so much stuff to get to, but while we're in the pop culture section of the show. I just want to remind everyone that Light Trees and News, as of this moment, is 100% member-supported. So that means I can't keep doing the show if we don't get members. And many of you have already been very generous and signed up, and I thank you very deeply from the bottom of my heart. But if you have not done so yet, please sign up at lighttreason.news for as little as $5 a month or a one-time donation. Uh, guys, I don't want to excite you too much, but merch is in the works. So that will be a little uh, a little gift for some of our higher tiered members. But you'll also be able to buy it, of course, in, a, in the store. Uh, more news on that later. But uh, while we're still in the, uh, the intro section of the show, I have a, a few things I wanted to share. So I think I'll start with this. <laughs> some general advice to men um maybe don't announce to a woman in front of a a group of her peers that you matched on a dating app and then say but which but did i swipe and then run away okay uh i'll explain so (laughs) i was at improv practice with my lloyd team uh, and my coach was there as well. And we were standing waiting to go into a room. And this guy I know from, I think, like, some advanced class at UCB. Uh, and we, like, kind of talked, like, once or twice. But he uh, was, I guess, rehearsing in a different room and came to use the bathroom that we were standing by. And he goes, oh, hey. And I go, hey. And he goes, I matched with you on Bumble out of nowhere. And I was like, oh, so for a second, I forgot that I have a Bumble profile because I haven't <laughs> been on it in so long. I don't like Bumble, guys. It's really boring. Um, so at first I had to think for a second. I was like, am I on fucking Bumble? And then I was like, oh, yeah, I am on Bumble. I forgot I had a profile. And then he goes, uh, but did I swipe? And then like went into the bathroom. What does that mean? I don't know. Wait, because if you matched, wouldn't he have had to have swiped? That's true because like, it's Bumble. Unless he like purposely unmatched or like he saw me and was just like oh i know her and like but kept going okay um and i honestly haven't even opened the app to check like what he's talking about but so he leaves and my coach was like that was inappropriate and i was like yeah and so weird wait bumble is the one where like the the girl has to contact the guy right so so then you swiped on him that has to mean right for him to see you Mm -hmm. oh okay no no uh i think 
he can see people he matches with, but he couldn't contact me. Ah, okay. I think. Cool, I think cool, that's cool. what that means. Also, Ugh. who the hell knows? I don't know what he's talking about. Um, but no, I definitely didn't. I, I think I used Bumble once and I was going through the dudes and I saw my friend's ex and was like, nope. Mm-hmm. Like how many dudes are in fucking Brooklyn that my friend's ex popped up? I was like, I hate this. And I like <laughs> threw down my phone out of protest. So yeah, maybe don't do that. That's a fucking weird thing to do. I've I've heard that some people get in trouble with those apps because they've like been in a relationship and then delete the app, but don't delete their profile. So they eventually still come up for some people. Oh yeah. So don't forget to delete your profiles if you get in a relationship. I think, yeah, yeah, I should delete my Bumble one just because I never use it. It's like when Uber was being a dick and people were like, don't just delete the app. Email them and delete your profile. Right, right. Or account or whatever. Yeah. Know. But that is creepy. Like, ew. Isn't that creepy? Like, just don't do that. That's such a fucking weird faux pas. Yeah. Like, let your app dating life be an app dating life and don't make it fucking weird by making it real life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know that, dude. I have, I have... um. This one regular of mine who comes in on Sundays and he, because I don't have any apps whatsoever, mm-hmm. lets me use his. Oh, so you can be like I'll, I'll go approving his, for him? No, no. <laughs> I will go on Scruff and Grinder, <laughs> and I will send people the most disgusting messages <laughs> from his account. <laughs> but then I'll also see people that I know and I'll be like, Charles says hi. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's amazing. Um, I like to do, I like to use dating apps as like a group and get like a group approval or a group. No, <laughs> like a collective. No, uh, is very fun. So I also wanted to talk about, so I'm obsessed with, uh, cooking shows right now mm-hmm. and Netflix has a bunch of really great ones so I had wrecked before in the past Ugly Delicious with David Chang Okay, and I, I still wreck it it's great uh, but there's also another show called Inside the Mind of a Chef I think it's just Mind of a Chef but it's it's so weird because it's narrated by Anthony Bourdain fully in but, Done. but here's what's so weird so Anthony Bourdain narrates it but like at least the season I'm in right now David Chang does every episode, but it was almost like the people at PBS were like, no one at the time, no one really knows who David Chang is. Okay. So we need Anthony Bourdain's name attached to this. So people will watch it. Okay. But it's mostly David Chang. David Chang's great. He like doesn't need Anthony Bourdain, which they eventually figured out because he got ugly delicious, but it's him traveling around different... It's basically Ugly Delicious before Ugly Delicious. Like, you'll see a lot of the same people from Ugly Delicious, a lot of the same chefs. Like and a, it's like... A prequel of sorts. A prequel. It's David, like, meeting them for the first time. And then by the time he did Ugly Delicious, he's already friends with these people. Okay. So, I've been watching so much of David Chang and cooking shows, though, that I got, like, an insatiable desire to eat ramen. <laughs> so last night was Same. Lloyd night. So I was at UCB East with my team, and one of my teammates, Stacy, was like, "You know, one of the best ramen places in the world is like up the street here." And I was like, "What?" And she's like, "It's on First Ave." And I was like, "Can we go?" Like she, it was like she showed me a treasure chest filled with gold. <laughs> I was like, "Can we go?" But it was full of noodles. And she was like, "Yeah, we can go. It's a restaurant." <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? So I like got some of my team members, and we went and we got. Uh, ramen at like midnight. Perfect. Maybe one o'clock in the morning. 
and it was so fucking good and i was trying to remember the name of it and literally all i can remember is that there's just a neon sign in the window that says ramen and that's it and you go in and there's maybe two tables in a tiny kitchen and i was like this is gonna be so two tables yeah wow yeah it's real small people get a lot of stuff to go then yes yeah 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 uh, when we were like five people, they were like, oh, <laughs> like, oh, no, we're going to have to push these tables together. We don't have a lot of seating and there's already one table taken. Yeah. Oh. So we were like half the, the restaurant. How do you feel about sitting on the floor? <laughs> I would have for that food. It was <laughs> delicious. So uh, thank you to David Chang for making me really, really, really want ramen so badly. And to some degree, a lot of sodium. Oh my god, so much sodium. And it's so good. But worth it. So worth it. I used to do you know how they like in Orange is the New Black, they use those flavor packets from the ramen yes. as like currency? Yeah. I used to, back when I ate meat, uh, used to carry around the chicken ones. Oh my god. And I would sprinkle them on food. Oh my god. Charles, that's insane. And it's just like chicken flavored salt. That's all it is. It's disgusting. Um, I in college used to eat uncooked ramen noodles i did that in high school apparently like that's a very common thing uh david chang talks about it in i think the mind of a chef but he uh, would come home from school and literally just sprinkle the seasoning on the ramen block and like bite into it oh and he's like i thought i was the only person who did this but as i talk to more and more people i find out that like a lot of people eat the noodles raw Mm -hmm. because i mean ultimately what it is is they are cooked noodles but then they just package them and like dry them out Mm -hmm. so like it it's not it's very safe you know to eat them um but yeah i was like oh i'm not the only one who did that cool cool i I only did that too i feel less alone i didn't sprinkle the flavoring on it i just ate it plain i mean like a cracker yeah i i didn't use the flavoring either um (laughs) But we had like a floor Excuse kitchen. Me. I just never wanted to actually like go boil water. Nope. I'm like, Mm-mm. no thanks. So while we're in the pop culture section, is there anything that you are listening to, reading, or watching right now that you want to recommend to everyone? Cardi B. Cardi B. Oh, my, it's it's so good. Such a good album. It's great. I have been listening to it on loop. I've been yelling at everyone who hasn't listened to it. Um, what do you? What are your favorite? tracks on uh, there okay hold on where's my phone so you go first i really like um uh money bag yep i like be careful the one that she did on snl um i, I still haven't seen her snl performance it was funny because she changed a couple of the lyrics because she was on tv sure. so i'm like you know she's leaving out shit she's leaving out the n-word and then in one she changes the line from uh, suck his dick to let him hit. And I was like, that still rhymes, but also you just changed it to a slightly less graphic, but more sexual act. <laughs> yeah. um, Wait a second. I also like I Do featuring SZA. Oh, I that really... That is my shit. Yeah, that's great. I really like um, the track with 21 Savage. Okay. Um, I thought I would like the one with Chance the Rapper more. I don't dislike it. Same, same, but same. I, it's but not it's, my it's favorite. Fine. Yeah, it's not my favorite. Um... And guys, again, I know it's cliche, but Bodak Yellow is mm-hmm. such a great track. But uh, what's the other one? It was one? like hearing an old friend when it came on. I yeah. was like, there it is. Um, Bickenhead. Bickenhead's great. Yeah. Which That's just like you're, you're in the club shaking your ass yeah. kind of song. Uh, okay, that's a good one. Um, and then in the same vein, Nicki Minaj just dropped two tracks today. Oh, yeah. That was great because I was like, oh, yeah, I... 
a while ago I had been like, where is Nikki? <laughs> yeah. She like a couple days ago, like released the album art for two songs and was like dropping Thursday at one. So like in the shower day, I put them on repeat and was listening to them. And I feel like they're, they're fine. They're good. Yeah. Like it's Nikki. She's talented. Right. Um, they are not like massive hits like Anaconda or Super Bass. Sure. Um, one of them I believe doesn't even have a chorus. She just raps through the entire oh, thing. Yeah. And I feel like because Cardi dropped her album, Nikki was like, I'm going to remind you that I'm still here. Yeah. But also, I, I feel like she really am ne- coming for you. needed to do that. Because I legitimately the other day was like, is Nikki still rapping? A lot of people were like, yeah. yeah. I was like, where is she? <laughs> her album is going to, I feel like it's going to be massive when it comes out. But yeah, she, these so. are two tracks that she either like had and just needed to drop before they were back, too like, old. Fierce as fuck. Because the last couple of times I've seen her perform live, it seemed like she lost some of the fire. Mm. And I don't know, like, who the hell knows what was going on or, like, how she was feeling. But I remember being, like, very underwhelmed. And I was like, what's going on? Yeah. I miss uh, old Nikki. Me too. Um, uh, she She's still coming for Remy Ma a little bit in one of them. There's a couple... Okay. Disses here and there, but I was listening. Revisiting that, okay. I was waiting for some Cardi B shade. I didn't hear it. Oh, interesting. Okay. And she said the word finesse once, and I was like, hmm. But then <laughs> nothing. Nothing. So okay. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. We're still, we're pretending that we still like each other. We're being civil, okay. Yep. When we know that you don't like each other, <laughs> but we're really? pretending that. I can't imagine those two women with their small personalities not getting along. They, they are trying very hard to be like it's going to be us. So we have to kind of be nice to each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're I, both New York girls. They ha- yes. they come from the same place. People are going to compare them constantly. And their styles are very different. Very different. And they're like, I like that Cardi B. Cardi B's album sounds like she has a lot of, clearly a lot of money behind it right now, but it still sounds like, like she's new a to the game. Yeah, yeah, kind of. It does. Where I'm like, you, it just sounds more raw and less produced than Nikki because mm. Nikki's a powerhouse. Yes. And Cardi, I feel, is just being like, this is how it's going to be. Like, not everything's going to sound slick, but it's going to be fun. Yes. Yeah, yeah, very fun. I just like, and not to sound like a mom, but I'm like, can't, ladies, I hope we can just get along. Because like, I remember when, you know how like the media loves women to tear each other apart. Um, yeah. And I remember like they were trying to stoke shit between Nikki and Beyonce. And then yeah. <laughs> Nikki and Beyonce were just like, no, no, we actually really like each other and we support yeah. each other. And I was like, fuck yes. And they like did a, you know, like they dropped tracks together and made videos together. And I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. Like more of this, please. More collaboration, less fighting. Well, Nikki was on that. Nikki and Cardi were both on the same track for that. Migos song Motorsport. Yeah, I feel like Nikki was already on it, and then Cardi was getting started dating me uh, Offset from Migos, and was like, "We're gonna put you on this too," but they never have to be in the same room together. Right. And I feel like that's close as we're ever gonna get for a collaboration from them. Yeah, you're probably right. Which is weird because, like, if you look at like old school female rap, Mm. like with Missy and uh, Debrat and Lil Kim, they were. And Queen Latifah, they were all fucking together and they're like, we're all going to fucking dominate this shit. Yeah, yeah. And I think like it was also like a survival tactic where it's like there's so few female rappers we have to or I'm sorry, there's so few female rappers being platformed in a a prominent way that we really need to band together and like support each other and build each other up. Mm -hmm. Um, And honestly, that's still the case. That's why I wish that. I don't know. 
I, I'm sure there are a lot of female rappers who like aren't getting a ton of publicity who are doing that. So I don't want to be like it. Th- it's not happening right now. You, you know? know who's a rapper? She's from I think she's from Queens. Um, she's actually in the new Ocean's Eight movie, Aquafina. Oh yeah. She is. I'm not sure that she's had an album. I've only ever heard a couple singles, but she is really fun lyrically. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if she is like has the street cred or whatever. Sure, sure. But she she was fun. But I wish that yeah I I, I prefer female rap anyway. Like it's it's less more like it's weird because female rappers and male rappers both talk about sucking dick, but I prefer it from the female <laughs> point of view. I mean, <laughs> one of my favorite tracks ever is "Run the Jewels." Love Again. I don't which, think I know that one. Okay, so li- go and listen to it. What is it? Uh, Run the Jewels. Okay. Uh, Love Again. Right. And so it's great because it starts with uh, Killer Mike and he is rapping. And it's basically like a dude bragging about like getting his dick sucked a lot. And it's like it's it's a really good track. Like it's very catchy. The The beat is sick. And then halfway through the song, it turns into um, a female rapper rapping about how she's basically got this guy as her 24-hour booty call. Mm. And he just she just brings him over to like eat her out mm-hmm. all the time. And he's like, Perfect. when's my turn? She's like, get back down. <laughs> like, so he like... It, it undercuts his version of the story where he's like, yeah, I got this bitch and she can't get enough of me. And then she comes in and she's like, let me tell you what's actually going on oh, here. Yeah. And it's really, really cool. Like it's, it's very funny. Um, and it really, um, it, it destroys some of the, the stereotypes mm-hmm. of misogyny and rap in a, a very clever way, which I enjoy. Mm. Um, I can play it for you. Later. Oh yeah, I want to listen to that. Yeah. So, uh, any other recommendations? Um, my friend uh, Chris actually put me on to this show that's on Hulu. Um, it is a British sitcom. Okay. Called Miranda. Okay. Um, I'm not sh- the the actress's name is Miranda, but she's also you might recognize her as like the sidekick from that Melissa McCarthy movie Spy. Oh. She was the tall one who was like the awkward friend. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. She's so funny. She had a she had her own sitcom that was on BBC, I guess. Um, <clears throat> and there are four seasons that I've been we marathon. The, he made me sit down and watch the first six episodes because they're very short seasons. Thank thank you, Britain, for that because yes. I appreciate that a lot. Um. So, the first season was very good. It's very like awkward comedy. Mm-hmm. It's still a sitcom. She breaks the fourth wall a lot, which you thought I thought would get annoying, but it's not. Uh-huh. Um. It's very. It's odd because it's very dirty, but she's very clean about it. Mm. Um, and then you'll recognize some of the sets because they're filmed on old AbFab sets. Oh shit, that's fun. Yeah, but it was—it's very, very—it's—it's it's cute and and it's a different take on a sitcom that I haven't seen actually. And uh, the love interest is real hot. Oh great, if that's you, always a perk. If you've ever seen Lucifer, that show, he's Lucifer. Oh, he was on the show. Oh before. wow, he's like. Distractingly Tom attractive, Ellis. yeah, yeah. Oh, um, I never saw that show. It just looks so dumb to I me. I only ever saw the posters. You were like, "You're hot." Yep. <laughs> I'm not watching your show, but I'll appreciate this poster in the <laughs> when subway. I heard the pre- it sounded like a spoof of American shows, where it's like Lucifer. He's it could very much sexy be sexy Lucifer. I'm like, oh my god, this is embarrassing. Mm. But listen. 
listen, maybe it's good. I never watched it. I never so watched I'm it. Talking out my ass right now. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to stop talking out my ass so we can get to some. And I'm sorry. Let's hold each other's hands and stroke each other's hair. Charles and I are holding hands for the video pod people. But don't Let's, touch my hair. I won't touch your hair. <laughs> don't touch my hair. <laughs> Nobody touch each other's hair. Let's get to some bad news. So, first up in bad news, are we going to go to war with Syria? I don't know. Are we? Uh, Trump... Was it's mixed messages, weirdly, from Trump, who's normally very um, measured and articulate and clear about his intentions. Very focused. So he floated the possibility that there would be airstrikes on Syria. But then recently he said, never said when an attack on Syria would take place. Could be very soon or not so soon at all. That's... But he didn't rule out plans to attack Syria in retaliation for uh, this past weekend's suspected chemical attack on civilians at the hands of the Assad regime. Uh, on Wednesday, he vowed to thwart Russia's missile defense system in Syria, warning that rockets, quote, will be coming nice and new and smart. The president did not specifically refer to the attack's timing in that tweet, but warned Russia to get ready. And uh, that is from CNN. Yes, Charles, I you look very confused. Might need you to okay. decode whatever that means. Okay. Because I, that made my brain short circuit. So <laughs> essentially what happened was there was this chemical attack on civilians in Syria. Right. And Trump's immediate response was to threaten Russia and say... Because Russia is assisting the Assad regime. Sure. So he was saying, hey, we're going to um, attack Syria with missiles and uh, and basically wage war on Syria. And then there was this huge backlash to that because, I don't know, who's the president of the United States declaring war on a country? And by proxy, declaring war on Russia, essentially. Yeah. And so then he had to walk it back a little bit, but not really on Twitter because he didn't rule out plans to attack Syria. He was just like, I didn't say when it would happen. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Have a good weekend. <laughs> I'm going to be at Mar-a-Lago. Yep. I'm going to go play golf. Cool. Poorly. Cool, dude. I, <clears throat> I haven't been on Twitter a lot lately because uh, I'm trying to enjoy my life. And... Same, I, actually. What's that? I've been kind of avoiding no, it. No, that's good. That's It's healthy for you. So... <clears throat> Uh, a friend of mine just texted me and she was like, so cool that we're at war. And I was like, what the fuck did I miss? <laughs> I just was not on Twitter for 10 minutes. And I was like, fuck, what happened? Oh, okay. Syria. Yeah, sure, sure. I like to imagine mm-hmm. that like at, while he like dropped that and then went golfing, that like off in the distance on the golf course, there's like a Russian with one of those big fur hats <laughs> that just has his arm crossed holding an envelope that just says P tape on it. And like... <laughs> Hmm? Yeah. You What'd sure you about say? that? You want people to see the P tape? <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing. Like, all right. No, I don't want people to see the P tape. Yeah. I I won't say the missile thing anymore. You promise? Yes. Okay. Can I have the tape? No. Okay. You can have. I am a master negotiator. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, he never gets the pee tape back. Mm. That's what he needs to do, Donald. What if there was like a little like uh, Super Mario version of Trump instead of saving Princess Peach, he's just like trying to get the pee tape <laughs> back from <laughs> Russians, <laughs> like reaching for it and he can't quite get it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, uh, can someone make that? Uh, somebody knows how to design games. Right? I would play that game. Always, I would always do it. Uh, so obviously that was bad news. Um, also, oh, is this technically, guys, this might be one of the, those episodes where I technically have more good news than bad news. I'll let Charles categorize this one. Okay. Do you think Mark Zuckerberg, te- Mark Zuckerberg testifying before Congress is good news or bad news? Because technically it's bad news because Facebook um, committed all kinds of privacy violations. Mm-hmm. But also, we got so many hilarious memes oh, out yeah. of Mark Zuckerberg testifying that I'm like, is this hilarious? It's one of those stories where I'm like, I think it's technically both. I think, yeah, I think it's a little bit of both because it's like... If, if you haven't, guys, go into Facebook, if you still have Facebook, and change all your privacy settings. And also, change like go into your ads. Yeah, well, did you see on Facebook now, um, when you go to the main page now, there's like an actual prompt that's like, hey, we fucked up. Click here to see the apps on your Facebook page. I've seen that some people have gotten that. I haven't gotten You haven't gotten it yet? Way. I got it this morning, and I had already deleted a bunch because okay. were you co-hosting when i was just going through my apps i no, and deleting? I, no, no I don't okay so. i forget who was co-hosting at the time but i literally was just sitting here and i was like oh, there's so many of them yeah. like i didn't know i Gave consented yeah to so many third-party apps so i was just going through and deleting them but i double checked and my facebook is good now i don't have i have like one or two apps but not the hundred i had before yeah. i have like instagram which you need if you're going to share sure. across platforms. Sure. I don't even have that. I have, um, I think, like, one dating app um, and something else. Mine was a bunch of those, like, stupid little quizzes that you take. See, and I like, never did any of Which Disney villain would bottom for you? I Back in the day when I was really hard up for money, I wrote those. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh. They were always looking for, um, like, comedy writers and stuff to do those. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, yeah, it's a lot of those. Or be like... Which one of your friends is your bitchiest friend? It's me. It's Allison. <laughs> you don't have to take a quiz. I could have told you that. Um, but yeah, the I, I, I do appreciate the Zuckerberg memes. Yeah. Especially like old people trying to be like, can you explain AOL to me? Oh my God. Okay. So you know what we'll do? We'll do, because I have a couple like takes on Mark Zuckerberg. So we'll do the straight news and the bad news section, and then we'll go to good news for the memes. Perfect. Okay. So... As we said, Mark Zuckerberg had to put on his big boy suit and go and testify on Capitol Hill because Facebook um, massively fucked up and uh, Cambridge Analytica was able to mine a whole lot of personal uh, data via Facebook to influence the election. However, I've seen like a lot of people saying that Facebook installed a fascist regime i've seen that headline yet that i hate that take because it's not accurate here's what happened uh facebook and cambridge analytica definitely played a part in the election Mm -hmm. russian hackers played a part in the election donald trump could not be president without millions and millions of racist people voting for him Mm -hmm. that's why he's president 
if if you don't have those votes, he's not president. Right. It doesn't matter how much Russian influence there was. Like Vladimir Putin was not standing in the voting booth one by one <laughs> with millions of Americans saying like vote for Trump. <laughs> Do it. I'm Vladimir Putin. Uh that didn't happen. It it was a bunch of people being xenophobic, sexist, racist, choosing to vote for Trump. And the further we try to distance ourselves from that by saying, oh, it was Facebook. Facebook's the reason we have a fascist regime now. How fucking convenient for us that we get to just hate Mark Zuckerberg and not work on the fact that we are a white supremacist nation. Uh, the more dangerous it is because we're not wrestling with the truth of the matter, which is if racism was not a factor, Trump would not have won. Correct. Also, we all hated Mark Zuckerberg anyway. Uh, he's just so... He has what I call a punchable face. <laughs> and what is the hairline? Oh, yeah. That was uh, one of my favorites. When, okay. I can't say my favorite meme yet because we're not in the fun section. So anyway, it was a five-hour uh, grilling by 44 lawmakers. And as Charles said, there was a, there a bunch of like videos circulating about how... And this is the problem with having out-of-touch lawmakers trying to craft policy and legislation when they don't understand technology for technology, where they clearly, like, Zuckerberg's look on his face is just like every child trying to set up an email account for their parent, where he's just like, okay. Like, you can see him... Because whatever you think of Mark Zuckerberg, he is a brilliant dude. Mm-hmm. So you can see him trying to be like, how the fuck do I explain to these idiots why they're so wrong mm-hmm. about what Facebook does? Because Facebook did like massively fuck up, but it's mm-hmm. so revealing when they ask certain questions where it's like, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? Like, have you ever have you ever actually tried to set up anything for your parents, mm-hmm. like an, a new phone mm-hmm. or an email? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say that it's my mom. <laughs> sure. Maybe my mom. Um, when I got her an iPhone for her birthday, uh, and we were like switching over everything and just being like, "All right, you need a password for this, and you need a password for that, and you need a password for this. Don't make them all the same, but make them something you can remember." Even though all of my passwords are the same, right, um, right. <clears throat> and she was like, "Cool, cool, cool." She made them, and I'd be like, "Cool." So I need to ent- you to enter that again to verify something. And she goes, "Oh, I don't remember what it is." <laughs> Like you created it 30 seconds ago. How did you forget already? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And I mean, like, what's frustrating about the questioning was Facebook did massively fuck up. Cambridge Analytica is doing shady, probably illegal stuff. I mean, if not illegal in the United States, certainly illegal in other countries. And they had him. They had him, like served up to them where it's like he fucked up he had to put on his big boy suit and come see you a suit that didn't fit a suit that didn't fit and they still were just like so inept so inept when they were questioning him um and it really allowed zuckerberg to continue to say you're right we messed up we didn't take a broad enough view of our responsibility uh we made a mistake i'm sorry we're working towards correcting our mistake. That that's literally all he had to do over and over and over again. It's like he just had to like ride it out for five hours mm-hmm. because nobody was going to challenge him in an effective way. Absolutely, because they don't understand they what don't, they're talking about. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, what were you gonna say? 
No, I, I mean, I just, I think that it's interesting. Like, they're, like, the people who are questioning him possibly don't even know why he's there. Do you remember, I forget which lawmaker, asked him how Facebook makes money? <laughs> I don't remember And that. literally, you can see Zuckerberg, like, I can't possibly be understanding this question correctly. And then he went, Senator advertisements. And you see like a couple people behind him laugh because mm-hmm. it's like, how don't, what? You didn't know how Facebook makes money? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? And it wasn't one of those questions where it was like he was just trying to like establish basic facts. He didn't know. And these are the people who are going to stop Facebook. <laughs> Mm. from oversharing data take facebook down yeah no Mm. it's not gonna happen i i just it it's it has too great a reach now for people to really not use it but like yeah i talked about this before but that's true and like for someone like me i need it for self-promotion so i can't delete it but also if we're going to talk about data sharing Facebook, Facebook's definitely one of the largest, the one of the most widely used platforms, social media platforms, but all social media platforms share your information. Mm-hmm. So if this is your primary concern, uh, I hope you're interested in Twitter being transparent and like other social media platforms because this is the the way businesses make money. They they reduce you to data and then they sell your data. Yeah, I mean, ninety nine percent of the any any website that I go to that I have to create an account for, they're like log in with Facebook. Right. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Absolutely not. Right. Create right. account via email and give them the shit email. Right. <laughs> the <laughs> yeah. one that I don't the ever junk check. Junk email. So when they share that mailing list, my which Yahoo they will, account. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they'll sell that information too. You send all the junk mail to Yahoo. Take them down. I do. That's I. I have like a very ancient email address on Yahoo. <laughs> it's like yeah. my burner email address. I've had it since like high school. Yeah, same. Uh, so cool. Well, uh, like I said, this is one of the rare occasions where I actually have more good news than bad news. So let's just go to it right now, guys. Here's your good news. <laughs> Good news, good news, good news. Here we go. So like I said, uh, one of the good news portions of this episode are the Mark Zuckerberg memes. Oh, my God. They were so good. Look at that haircut. Oh, look. What is that hairline? Anyway, so um, this is an oldie but goodie, and I feel like it happens anytime there's a congressional testimony, but Joshua Topolsky... Uh, tweeted a screenshot of Mark Zuckerberg, and then uh, the caption is, record scratch, freeze frame. Yep, that's me. You're probably wondering how I ended up in this situation, (laughs) Uh, which is a classic. I feel like it's always done, but it makes me laugh every time. Uh, People kept posting uh, GIFs of The Social Network, Mm -hmm. which I maintain is a good movie. It is a good movie. And listen, I don't like Sorkin at all, but... I really liked it. It also lets Jesse Eisenberg be the fantastic asshole that he actually is. is. He really is in real life. So uh, people were posting the clip of, you have a part of my attention, you have the minimal amount. 
<laughs> and then uh, David Pierce posted, the only opening line I want to hear from Zuck. <laughs> that would have been so great if he did that. It really would have. Uh, someone posted a screenshot of him drinking a glass of water. And then Chris Taylor, the caption is, The Shape of Water 2017. Mm. It's all right. That was okay. Um, so my favorite, my personal favorite, was, um, do you watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Uh, yeah. Okay. I, so not, not more recently, but the first couple seasons, yeah. definitely. One of the most classic episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is the episode where they go to the very fancy Italian restaurant, mm-hmm. and but they go separately, and then they see each other at the restaurant. Okay. And there's a moment where Mac and Charlie make eye contact, and they both look like deer in the headlights. Like they're just like very like upright, and their eyes are huge, <laughs> and like they make eye contact and Dennis is saying to Mac stop looking at him stop looking at him and he's like I can't I can't like he sees me so somebody took that still of Mac and then spliced it with Zuckerberg looking like also deer in the headlights like looking back at Mac (laughs) oh it's so good if you haven't seen it it made me laugh so hard and like it's the same expression uh what's going on in his head I think my favorite one and i actually i don't even know if it was a meme it could have been actual dialogue i'm gonna err on the side that it's a meme okay but um mark zuckerberg it's like dialogue and he's asked to be excused to go to the bathroom and they're like no like you were doing these questions right now you just went to the bathroom five minutes ago he goes yes but i'm drinking a lot of water and they're like well you just went so you can wait a little while and then he goes yeah but that was to avoid a question now i actually have to go to the bathroom (laughs) so i don't know if that was actual yeah dialogue but then uh i posted one which didn't go viral i thought it was very funny <laughs> okay but it was like the screen cap of a senator uh-huh. and then zuckerberg and then the senator just going you are a shit lex luther <laughs> <laughs> it's true it's true uh somebody else uh ben mcdonald posted a screenshot of zuckerberg and the caption is when you know that you have enough information to sh- to destroy everyone questioning you mm. that's true it's true um yeah guys they were so good oh ali ellis had one with (laughs) the video of zuckerberg like very (gasps) stiffly drinking water Mm. and she said when you're trying really hard to look like a real person and not a robot (laughs) there were a lot of really good robot ones yeah especially with the water yeah Um, drink water humans drink water drink human water (laughs) (laughs) so many social network ones Guys, I... Oh, this is oh. my favorite. This is my favorite. That one was good. Somebody posted a photo of Tom from MySpace, and the caption is, the only white guy we can trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's from Ziwe. Z-I-W-E. What's Tom up to these days? Oh, what is Tom up to? Should we Google? I think that someone tried to like come at him on Twitter one day and be like, oh, MySpace sucks. And he goes, yeah, I sold it for like millions of dollars. And I don't have to work, so fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is true. Yeah. Okay, let's see. His real name is Tom Anderson. Um, That's it. I've never seen another picture of him. Oh, my God. Isn't it weird? That is weird. Okay, so the, the most recent update is May 2012. In late May 2012, Anderson announced that he would be joining Rocket Frog Interactive as an advertiser to the 16-person Los Angeles U.S.-based company, which created a Facebook app. However, in a September 2014 interview, Anderson did not mention any advisory roles in his life at the time, while his Twitter blurb in October 2014 reads, enjoying being retired. Yeah. 
He explained in the interview that he is not interested in returning to his previous vocation, but concluded, I'll never say never because more than anything, I like the idea that anything can happen. I don't know exactly where my life will lead. Adventure in the unknown has always been appealing to me. Right on, Tom. I think Tom really had it where it was at. He had MySpace. It was huge. He got out of it. It made money. He saw Facebook and was like, oh, fuck. Sell. Sell, sell, sell. Yeah, yeah. And now it belongs to Justin Timberlake and it's garbage. Wait a second. (laughs) Following an experience with photography at the 2011 Burning Man Festival, (laughs) Anderson's interest in his own photography was piqued. In a September 2014 ABC News interview, Anderson credited friend and photographer Trey Ratcliffe for facilitating his skill development and explained, I'm not necessarily trying to represent nature exactly. I'm trying to take to make some beautiful I'm sorry I'm trying to make something beautiful like a painter would Anderson travels globally with friends to locations such as Thailand and Myanmar where he primarily focuses upon landscape images dude Tom's life is dope yeah he's just like traveling and taking pictures yeah hashtag blessed like that's all you have to do for the rest of your life do you want to see other photos of him are there other photos I think so (gasps) yeah isn't that so why does he look like he belongs in fallout boy he looks like a member of all. He does. Boy. He looks exactly like that. Yep. <laughs> it's the hat. Yeah, it's that hat it he's he wearing. He looks like Pete Wentz's older brother. Oh, my God. That is so weird. Oh. All right. Sure. Well, I'm sure he was feeling pretty good about his life when he saw uh, Zuck <laughs> testifying. He's just like sitting. Testifying? He's sitting, sitting somewhere in Myanmar being like. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. Uh, so good. So while we're in the good news section, I have more good news for everyone. House Speaker Paul Ryan will not be seeking re-election and actually said when he announced this, I like to think I've done my part. Hmm. Being a horrific monster. Fucking the poor. uh, Literally every opportunity you got. Yep. Saying that you've had that dream since college. Mm-hmm. You weirdo. I wonder why you're not running for re-election. Would you, is it possible that you would definitely lose this time? <laughs> no. <laughs> I posted the gif of Hamilton, the never going to be president <laughs> now. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, he wasn't going to be president before this, but I was just like, oh, this is this is the final nail in the coffin. Mm. I, I like to think, but also at this point in U.S. politics, I'm like, who can't come back from personal humiliation and failure Mm. i feel like at this point anybody can because we just have collective amnesia about how fucking terrible people are so who the hell knows like five years from now the republican party can be so fucking bottomed out after trump is done with it that paul ryan will look like a good alternative yeah (laughs) or it's like please come back but we yeah, miss you. How people now are like, George Bush was an excellent president. Exactly. We've completely spaced on the fact that he's a war criminal and he can't travel to certain countries because he'll be arrested. Immediately. Um, I think, well, it's, I, I'm not going to say that there's not definitely other evil people in the GOP, but like him and, oh, I'm blanking on his name, Turtleface. Oh, Mitch McConnell? Yeah. Those two are like the most <coughs> openly public. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to be evil people. Mm. So I'm going to see. I'm, I'm interested to see who takes their place in the public eye. Right. After they, after Paul Ryan is like, no more. Thank you. Guys, I can't really focus right now because Penny's sitting directly beside Charles. Video people can see it. Um, so politely with her little paws together and occasionally looking at Charles. It looks like you guys are on a book tour together. Hello. And she's like, that's a good answer. Mm. 
That's a really good answer. Yeah. What do you think, Peanut? Is it good? Hi, baby girl. What is she thinking? (laughs) What is wrong with these humans? Oh, guys, you're missing out. She is very cute. Or again, something in Mandarin. (laughs) Right. I know. I have to stop assuming Penny understands what I'm saying in English. She might have picked up on some things eventually. It's mommy's fault for not learning Mandarin. She knows what dinner means. She knows what like certain my voice inflections mean. Mm. If I go up into like a high register and I'm like, do you want food? She'll know what's going on. <laughs> you, like, I like, like I have to keep my voice very low because she's waiting for it. I've also, as soon as you hit the space bar to stop recording. D- Penny's trained now. She knows when I stop recording. She's like, dinner. <laughs> like, it was crazy. <laughs> um, so Ryan was addressing reporters and he said, you realize something when you take this job. It's a big job with a lot riding on you, but you also know this is not a job, uh, but you also know this is not a job that does not last forever. You realize you hold the office for just a small part of our history, so you better make the most of it. That's just Paul Ryan describing what a job is. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you don't have it forever. Okay. Uh, he reminded reporters that he took the job reluctantly in 2015 when he took over from John Boehner. But Ryan also said he had no regrets. I love that he's like now completely rewriting history. Like he didn't think he was going to be like a show pony for the GOP. Yeah. Whilst in there and become president. Um, I, I'll, I'm interested to see after he is all done, like if like his Wikipedia, Wikipedia page, how often it goes from like being you, truthful. Okay, hold on. You just did the other thing that she is usually her cue for food. What? You like clicked your tongue. Oh, really? That's the other. That's why she started. Like that? No, no. Yeah, that, but she didn't hear it. Okay. All right. Don't tempt fate, Charles. Stop making the noise. Sorry. What were you saying? <laughs> No, like if like afterwards when people are like put stuff on his Wikipedia page, like he like I'm paraphrasing whatever it'll be, but like he was a monster and he did this and this and this, and then just like watching him from home edit it because you can tell who edits it and just <laughs> deleting by stuff. Paul Ryan. <laughs> yeah, like, like, Paul Ryan is very handsome and can lift a lot of weights. <laughs> That's all he'll be known for. That dumb fucking photo shoot he did. <laughs> did you see uh, Parker retweeted it? But Papa Roach being offering him a job. Oh. <laughs> I was so sad when that wasn't true. <laughs> Guys, if too. you don't remember this, there was a fake news item a while ago after, um, was it after healthcare? It was something where like he had been defeated on something. Yeah, it was the first healthcare vote, I think. Right, and he was getting into an SUV and some brilliant person put Papa Roach's last resort, like edited it, so it seemed like he was listening to that. Yeah. Um, and then I thought it was real for like a day and a half. And I think Parker had to tell me it wasn't real on the show. And I was like, no, it was so good. Was it, um, was it Lauren Duca who did it? Did she do it? I think she might've started it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I'm I'm not, I'm not sure on that. But, um. Oh, so funny. They (laughs) tweeted something like, hey, you can come work for us as a roadie. There's no, (laughs) there's a no health, no healthcare though. So. I think Paul Ryan was like, no, I don't want, I want to be in politics. But also maybe. (laughs) No, she's over my head. She's attacking from above. Let me see if you can see it on the video. Guys, can you see uh, how I'm going to definitely die one day when Penny jumps on my head? Um, (laughs) It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. So. How do you feel about Paul Ryan? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bye, Penny. Bye. Uh, So. She's furious. 
She's so mad. I just also am like, can we stop pretending that dumb people are smart? Because I remember <laughs> when Paul Ryan like first arrived on the scene and people were like, oh, look at him. He's young. He's good looking. He's a policy wonk. He's so smart. He's like, he's very stable and level headed. And then like, it was almost immediately apparent that wasn't true. And he didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. And then he got destroyed in a debate with Joe Biden Mm -hmm. where Joe Biden just, and listen, I have my problems with Joe Biden. This isn't me kissing Joe Biden's ass. He fucking destroyed him in the VP debates embarrassed him i mean i i think that that i mean it goes without saying that like even if you have voted for a politician or something like you should still disagree with them on some things you can't agree you should not agree with all politicians all the time no that's a really good point where it's like yeah you should also constantly be thinking critically and not worshiping these people like they're deities they're not they're human beings uh participating in a really corrupt system Mm -hmm. (laughs) so by default they are probably doing corrupt things so yeah. they can keep playing in the corrupt system. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that goes for anybody we're talking about, regardless of party or affiliation. Yeah. I voted for Obama. I voted for Hillary. I have problems with both of them. Yeah. But I feel like they definitely handle criticism better than Donald Trump does. Right. Or anyone from the GOP. Right. My Penny? Yeah. Penny agrees. Hooray. Um, let me see if I had any. No, no, no. Did I want to get to? Oh, yeah. Guys, I have more good news. Is this too much good news? Can everyone <laughs> handle how many, much good news I'm dropping at your doorstep right now? So by good news, I mean bad news for Trump. It turns out that Rod Rosenstein personally signed off on the raid of Trump's attorney's office, Michael Cohen. And the reason this is super bad for Trump is that he's always been portraying the Michael Cohen raid as a partisan witch hunt, where he's like, it's a bunch of Democrats coming after me. Well, the problem with that is that Rod Rosenstein is a Republican. Mm -hmm. And so this is also this is not the first Republican to lend their support to this investigation and to this raid. But or to the approval of this raid, but it's always a really, really bad look for Trump because it undermines his whole thesis that this is just a witch hunt. Which, by the way, it's not a witch hunt, it's a warlock hunt. (laughs) Let's get our vocabulary correct. Uh, Boys can be witches. They're warlocks. Yep, in Harry Potter, were any of them referred to as warlocks? I don't know, I've never read Harry Potter. Penny's upset. No, I've never. I always forget. You watched one movie. I watched, and I liked it. And And I was like, thank you. That's enough. Okay. That's enough of the children and their wizarding. (laughs) (laughs) Wizarding. There you go. Okay. So not witching, not witches or warlocks. Wizarding. Wizarding. They're wizards. Um, You're a wizard, Harry. Damn it. (laughs) God damn it. That got away from me. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Warlock hunt. I'm back on your side. Great. Great. Um, But yeah, like. Uh, Trump has repeatedly declared this is a partisan witch hunt. This is from Huffington Post. Uh, But Rosenstein's a Republican. Trump inaccurately has claimed he is a Democrat from Baltimore and has considered firing him. Mueller and Christopher Wray, the head of the FBI, are also Republicans. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's it's a little hard for him to... I mean, not that it fucking matters because his supporters are like, yeah, it is a Democratic witch hunt. And anytime you're like... But Mueller and Rosenstein are Republicans. They're like, ah, they're rhinos. Sure. 
I don't what rhinos? Uh Republican in name only. Ah, okay. Rhinos, not the animal. <laughs> it's like they're rhinoceros. I Wait, was like hold on. Elephants, donkeys, rhinoceros. sure. Rhinoceroses. That's how you say that. Rhinoceri? They're rhinoceri. What? They had those big horns. <laughs> you know? What? I mean, Listen, nothing would surprise me, okay, Mm -mm. if they made that claim. So there you go, some more kind of good news that Trump has been undermined at literally every level. Guys, what's going to happen? Have they said if they found anything at Cohen's place yet? Well, they're looking for evidence of collusion uh, or evidence that he participated in a cover-up because right now he's claiming he paid off Stormy Daniels like out of the goodness of his own heart and Trump had nothing to do with it, Mm -hmm. which is a lie. Uh, So they're looking for evidence that that was untrue. I'm sure they're looking for stuff related to Russia and any kind of collusion there. Just basically like it's a really easy way to get people on collusion charges when you go after the lawyer because the lawyer is the one who has all of the paperwork and all of the, the receipts, you yeah. know. I wonder if you would have anything to, about the the supposed love child thing that came out today. Was it today? I'm sure he has about... That he fathered in the 80s right, or right. something? Um, I'm, I'm sure he... If anybody has evidence of stuff like that, I'm sure it's him. Um. Yeah, the National Enquirer had the story. Okay, so it's not... And they were reportedly paid off to squash it. But again, if if there was any kind of payments being made, Cohen would have that information. Journalistic Institute, National Enquirer. Right, right. Um, Yeah, man, this is wild. This is wild. Stuff's just going to keep coming up. Oh, yeah, if you think this is the extent of it... Not only is it not the extent of it, we'll never know the full extent of it. That's no. how much shit is going on right now. <laughs> like in our lifetimes, we'll never get fully caught up on how much weird, fucked up shit was happening behind the scenes at this time. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, I just want to encourage everyone, if you haven't done so, Light Treason News needs your support. So if you're able to do so, go to lighttreason.news. Sign up today for as little as $5 a month or a one-time donation. If you can't do the monthly membership thing, that's okay. We also have yearly donation plans where you'll save a little bit of money if you sign up. And yeah, for the $50 a month members, you'll be receiving the link and password to today's video. You get to see all of the weird shit that just happened with Penny and that she's still staring at me. I just turned around and made direct eye contact with Penny and it was the (laughs) scariest thing that's ever happened to me. Hi, baby. Oh, I know. I love. I know. I love you. I'm coming. Um, she's gently touching my shoulder, like I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> Suggesting that you hurry the fuck up <laughs> with your little podcast. <laughs> and uh, there will be perks for members coming. Right. I just uh, my life is chaos, and I'm trying to get everything set up. Um, here's where I'm at right now. When Charles was on his way over here, I was like, Hey, do you want to be roommates again? Again? I know full circle. I kind of got a little bit happy at the idea. I was like, "Mm." yeah, we had to talk about it. We we're going to talk about it, but, um, yeah, I, um, cutting corners, trying to save money, trying to keep the show going, but a really easy way to keep the show going is if you sign up as a member, if you've already done that, you can just share the show with your friends um on facebook on twitter 
If you know somebody who would dig the show, be like, hey, have you listened to Light Trees and Pod? Uh, another way to help the show is if you go to iTunes, rate us, give us five stars, give us a nice uh, comment. That really helps because that's how shows are ranked on iTunes, according to how many people are subscribing and reviewing the show. So yeah, guys, we're a word of mouth operation. So just tell your friends, tell your family if they'd like the show. And uh, yeah. Does that... um. Uh, sh- like the, the, it was an old thing where you like signed up for it and it automatically shared the episode. Oh, no. Did so they ever figure that out? Get no, it back up? Mm-mm. It was a uh, Twitter purged a bunch of bots. Okay. Not the Russian ones, <laughs> the ones promoting independent shows. Back in the day, there was a service that if you signed up, it would automatically like retweet um, podcast episodes. So it was a really nice way to yeah. promote the show. And uh, did it on my Facebook too. Yeah, I mean, maybe guys, if you know of an updated version of that, let me know. And uh, if you have any thoughts about today's episode, uh, hashtag Light Treason Pod on Twitter and also on Instagram too. If you don't follow us there, give us a follow. I'm also on Instagram, Allison Kilkenny. Follow me. Oh my God, your promises photo that came out. So guys, so good. <laughs> the house teams at UCB do very funny team photos and we did we created the sistine chapels um you look so good oh thank you so <laughs> much uh, and that's, it like showcases your tattoos yes so that was the idea that we were all collectively playing um adam and we were reaching out and i i thought we were supposed to be god but it, if we were recreating that photo i think it's god's hand like coming down mm-hmm. and we're using our pinkies because we're called promises instead of uh, the index finger and we're all in like white togas and we have like the fan going so all of our hair is like yeah. blowing. And then they wanted me to be the arm stretched out because my tattoos, which I was like, fine, I'll do it. <laughs> I guess you twisted my arm. Oh. Uh, and the two guys on our team, Brandon and Amir, are graphic design guys and did the best job mm-hmm. with it. It looks it's so good. good. So go to Allison's <laughs> Instagram and check it out. Yeah, you can see it on my Instagram. Um, and yeah, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, we can keep the conversation going over the weekend. Hashtag light trees and pod. Um, if you are a $5 member over at my Patreon, you can send questions that will answer on light trees and news. I'll get better at doing that. I've just been trying to get into a new rhythm with the show and I think I'm almost there. So yeah, guys, please follow Charles on Twitter at Charles Rockhill. What is his middle name? <laughs> Help me crack the case. One of these days, someone will get it. Will you be honest? You'll be 100% I, honest? No, people have asked me that on Twitter. I was like, yes, if someone gets it, even if it's not spelled right, because that was also something. Ooh, they're that's, like, a, that's a clue. Yeah. It's a clue. What does it mean? They were like, if I get it, but it's not spelled right, will you still tell me? And I was like, yes, I will. I'm going to be, this is going to kill me. This is, I, I'm going to die. Pull out your this. baby books. Get the baby books out. Let's go name by name. Uh, okay it's, it really is gonna kill me thanks for listening everyone <laughs> we'll be back next week i love you bye, bye. oh and wait, wait wait i forgot oh. i forgot while you're at it get out there and cause a little trouble <laughs>